Ah, you're back. Here for yet another tour? Okay. Follow me through these doors and we'll get started. I hope you brought a flashlight this week. We're going into a darker section of the exhibits. Much, much darker. You ready? Good. Here we go then. Welcome to the start of this week's tour. Today, the monster that gets decrypted is vampires. In the summer of 2016, a message from Bulgaria's Ministry of Tourism that was both macabre and fascinating was posted to attract tourists to the East European nation. It stated visitors should come and enjoy, and I quote, pristine mountains, sandy beaches, and piles of vampire corpses. Vampire corpses? Really? Yes, they meant it. This was no hoax or elaborate ruse to try to hustle more people into staying in their country. What in fact it was, was an invitation from the Bulgarian Ministry of Tourism to see a burial in a 4th century graveyard of what they claimed were real vampire corpses, complete with the stake to keep them from rising again a belief that surprisingly does still run deep in the Romanian regions even to this day. In fact, it is probably one of the oldest and most infamous legends ingrained in human society, next to the werewolf, of course, which is an exhibit what we will get a closer look at next week. But for now, vampires. What drives us to fear them and yet be fascinated by them all in the same thought? Well, like with the origins of most monsters, it probably has something to do with our primal ancestry. What I mean is, most ancient legends like these, they start out from a thought, and grow as they are passed down. Man, early on, respected death not just as part of life, but as a sacred thing. Scientists have found signs of prehistoric man burying their dead fellows in a reverent way, we know the ancient Egyptians mummified their dead leaders in a belief it would allow them passage into the afterlife. And in tribal and religious groups the world over, death is taken in a reverent and solemn way, and it is not only considered part of the cycle of things, it is also considered something that cannot and should not be undone. A fact which I believe that is what stirs the main source of fear in us as humans as to see something like a supposedly dead relative walking in an age where science was not fully understood would have been terrifying. And the only way to make sense of it at that time would be to rationalize it as a vampire, a creature that seems to exist in every culture in the world in some shape or form, a fact that then makes it impossible for... Uh, for me to cover every kind that exists. So I will just cover three, starting with the Drog or Droger of Norse mythos. So you can see how the vampire has evolved over ancient times up to today. The Drog. The Droger, as it is also known, is a Norse ghost, spirit, or dead inhabitant of a cairn, when given the traditional translation. 
Folktale anthologist Andrew Lang in 1897, however, has since expanded on that by saying it is also a variation on a vampire. Not a bloodsucker as one might traditionally imagine, but instead is a creature that simply turns its attack victim into its own kind through a sort of through a form of parasitism. All an insight that shows us not all cultures viewed vampires in the same light. In fact, some Romanian cultures do not even think of vampires so much as bloodsuckers as beings who come in your dreams and who attack in a more spiritual fashion. Examples of these energy-draining vampires include the Jiangxi of Asia, which is believed to feed off spiritual life force, as well as in Christian religion, that of the incubus and succubus. Vampiric spirits, who also are not considered to be spirits that one should trifle with, and who along with these others, you'd think, would be beings we want to stay away from. Yet, we continue to be fascinated with them and even attracted to them to this day. Why? Short answer, Hollywood. Yes, you guessed it. It's the fault of the land of the silver screen, again, for messing with our perceptions of what these creatures are really like, and what they have been considered to be like throughout all of history. No, I'm sorry to say they do not look like a teen heartthrob and do not sparkle in the sun. For any of you who was a Team Edward fan when Twilight came out, I hate to disappoint you, but this is just not realistic. To tell the truth, the modern vampire's story began with Bram Stoker, a man who had never even been to Romania where the traditional East European vampire stories were born. He amazingly found inspiration when he heard the story of Count Vlad Dracul a man who it was said to warn off his enemies placed people on stakes in front of his castle. An act Stoker found so bloodthirsty, he then used Dracul, it is believed, to inspire Dracula, the world's most famous vampire. Something I think we then need to stop and, th stop and look at, and maybe even wonder, is, the, is this kind of monster... Something that is not just in our own, in the dark corners of our own imagination. Did it evolve from a fear that there is a that there is a dark monster that exists within mankind and can come out as a result of fear? In any case, thank you for taking another tour with me through these exhibits of the strange and mysterious. Join me again for another tour as next Monday as we, we decrypt the hairy mess that is the legend of werewolves. I hope you all enjoy that tour as much as you did this one. I'll see you then.